0: Welcome to the Queen City Preacher Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew,
1: and I'm Pastor Molly,
0: and we're delighted that you're with us as we continue to walk through Luke's parables. Yep. Right, because it's par- it's parable season, as you yeah. said on Sunday. <laughs> Football <laughs> season, parable <laughs> season. <laughs> yep. I
1: think I thought that was funnier than anyone else, but that's, that's okay. okay.
0: Yeah, hey. it is, it is parable season. We've been yeah. we've been in in the, in the midst of it in the mm-hmm. deep. Yeah.
1: Rolling in the deep. Rolling in the deep, as Adele would say. <laughs> All right, she said that actually about parable season. Did you know?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Uh, <sighs> Sling truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we get a we get a different parable today. Um, a new parable. And it, it's sunny today, so it's mm-hmm. a good day to get. Uh, I don't know. At least to me, slightly less crazy parable than the last few that we've had. Like, I mean, yeah. Little bit, yeah, yeah. A little think bit so. more straightforward. I mean, there's still nuance and challenge, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. it's
1: less doom.
0: Yeah, there's mm-hmm. hope in this one. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty positive, especially after the last one where you're like, "Ooh, hold up a mirror and see how messed up we are." Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So,
1: yeah. Um, I forgot my train of thought. I don't know what I was gonna say. Well,
0: why don't yes. I why don't know. Another, I, yeah,
1: terrible. But oh, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like. Yeah, we are in parable season, but like these are parables that I don't really think of. Like they're kind of different parables. They're more complicated parables. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. often
0: think of like just the mustard seed
1: or the prodigal son. Fun. Yeah, the
0: good Samaritan. The ro- right?
1: the like the the king's robe one. You know. Yeah. Where or the widow's mite. Right. Yeah. 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 So these are ones that I feel like I haven't really thought about much. So, yeah. There's
0: that. Yeah.
1: There. I'm trying to give it a little credit. No,
0: I think I think credit is due. I think mm-hmm. these are they're powerful stories to wrestle with and to um, leave us unsettled, hopefully in productive ways, right? But um
1: <laughs> Productive unsettling. <laughs> productive unsettling. <laughs> yeah,
0: may you be unsettled. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so let me read the parable and then we can dive in. So this is Luke 18, 9 to 14. So we are right on the heels of last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so... He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, and even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tenth of all my income. But the tax collector standing far off would not even look up to the heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalted themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It feels very straightforward.
0: But it's also not. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe I lied about the, the simplicity mm-hmm. of this. Right. You so might
1: want to just say... Boo, Pharisees, <laughs> yay, tax collectors. But it's
0: more complicated than that. It is right? indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just a flipping the script, right? Yeah. Um in part because people would identify Pharisees as good people, as righteous. Yeah. Um they're
1: just trying to uphold the law.
0: Right. Right. And um and tax collectors would generally be viewed as Roman conspirators who are not exactly yeah. loved. No, right?
1: but you know, like the tax, I think we think about the tax collectors and we kind of just group them in with people and just be like, "Here is just like a whole group of people oh, it's who true. totally do things yep. that aren't great, but they're not they're, that bad, right?" Well, like the tax collector was kind of like a mob boss of like a community, you know, like hustling people to get money so that yeah. they could line their own pockets and then pay the rest of the money to the Roman government. So,
0: so in some ways, from that perspective, like we have, we have somebody who is clearly not the model of ethical behavior.
1: No, I think. And then
0: we have the pillar in the community mm -hmm. of what behavior should look like. Yeah. And maybe the truth in the midst of this is that they're both actually in need of grace.
1: I think we'll we'll get there. But, But, you know, I just don't want to water down, like, the tax tax collector collector and be like, oh, you know, soft, fuzzy, kind of like, Oh, he de- you know deserves God great God's grace. Really, it's like oh wow, that person is like hurting other people.
0: A lot of people and
1: people within their own community, right? And like upholding the empire that is abusing so many people within the community. Right. Yeah, like it. it his t- actions have consequences. This is Tony Soprano. Yeah, I mean, there's a, in some a ways, horse's head.
0: Oh well, I mean, is that what it is? Well, that's in the Godfather. Oh, sorry, but there's some allusion to that in the Sopranos later, seen, but like, I haven't seen either. Oh my gosh, Molly! You're missing out on like on American (laughs) cinema and television. Really need to
1: brush up on my mobster. I know. I
0: know. Well, it's okay
1: (laughs) to better understand the tax collector. You managed
0: to get Sam Smith's "Unholy" stuck in my head yesterday, so (laughs) I'm still still singing it. (laughs) It's good every time. But um, so, so I think in some ways um, there are two pieces of this because I think that we are we're too soft on the tax collector. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I also think. We're too hard on the Pharisee. Yeah. Like we leap on the Pharisee. It's like, oh, you're holier than thou, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And the reality is like, no, this is like most of us. Like there's yeah. that like that, like we try to do really, we try to do good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we juxtapose ourselves against the Pharisee, our good doesn't necessarily look all that great when we're like, and you fast twice a week and you tie 10 percent like you mm-hmm. do. I was like, oh, boy. Right. Like most of us aren't there, but at the same time, we're like, oh, but we at least don't condemn others. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But then we have to ask ourselves, but do we? Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, that's
0: part of the question here. The
1: problem isn't in what the Pharisee does. Right. It's not in his prayer of thanksgiving. Right. It sounds. No, they actually
0: both. Ironically, they both cite Psalms, different Psalms. So oh. there's, there's so kind of a really interesting temple parallel.
1: Remember which Psalms?
0: I don't. Do I have it in my notes? That's a very good question. i uh, Yeah, so Psalm 17, essentially, for the Pharisee, mm-hmm. and Psalm 51 for the tax collector.
1: Interesting. So we've
0: got, we've got some psalmage going on. So that also, that's an interesting piece because the Psalms, but also the fact that they're both in the temple, right? Mm-hmm. They're on the same playing field. Yeah. Right? This isn't like...
1: There is this attempt to be closer to God.
0: Yeah. And that they both have a relationship with God or are seeking a relationship with God, which is also interesting because mm-hmm. most of us would be like, well, the Pharisee was, and now maybe the tax collector is feeling repentant. And mm-hmm. like, but we also don't know if the tax collector is re- being repentant. He doesn't he's, say he's going to be no, different. He just says, have mercy on me. Yeah. So.
1: And, and two, I think like the Pharisee is someone who comes to the temple but is also trying to be holy, i.e., Closer to God in every aspect of his life. Right. Yeah. And the tax collector doesn't do that. Like he's like, I'm here. I hope you have mercy on me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he gets justified.
0: Right. Which is, I mean, which is the classic, you know, thinking about reading of this in that, um, that this is a parable about justification. Mm -hmm. Um, and that it is about belief, by grace through faith, right? Uh, yeah, that it's not <laughs> about what the person's doing, right? Yeah. Like that the 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 Pharisee is doing all these things, but that's not mm-hmm. that's not what the narrative is about. Yeah. So I think I mean, there's that. I mean, in a more reformed tradition, with Calvinist and and even Bart, um, this parable has highlighted the depravity of humanity because both of them fall short, right? Mm-hmm. That it's an example of that, like we're all. I mean, in the Lutheran tradition, I mean, I'm teaching a class on the Oxford Confession. It makes me think of like, um, what is it? Is it the the third, um, the third point in the Oxford Confession? Third or fourth is like about original sin and yeah. fallen humanity, and like
1: Luther loved that because he was an Enneagram one.
0: <laughs> so wait, you love that too, Molly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I understand that. <laughs> and I'm just trying to understand that. Um, <laughs> but like, I. I think in some ways that's helpful. In other ways, I think um, that can be pushed really heavy-handedly. And I wonder if this this parable is actually more about grace than it is about the falling short.
1: Yeah, because we're so tempted to think about the people and like what they should be doing better and what they have done wrong. Yeah, when really, yeah, I think you're miss we're miss the point of the expansiveness of God's grace and mercy, right? That it's yeah, it's to these people who are kind of just really awful, you know, the tax collector.
0: And the Pharisee is, is awful because in some ways he thinks that he's righteous mm-hmm. because of what he's done mm-hmm. and thinks that because of what he's done, the other man is not, and rather he, than yeah. saying all are righteous in the eyes of a loving God. Yeah, he right? doesn't is,
1: hold both things together, right?
0: No, he totally... I he, mean, he's... He's very much law. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: He doesn't recognize like I have sinned and fallen short.
0: No. But I'm no. grateful. I mean in some ways this is like the problem with indulgences in some ways, right? It's mm-hmm. like this notion that that you could actually
1: buy your, buy way.
0: your way into like thinking you're saved. Mm-hmm. Whereas part of Luther's mm-hmm. rebellion was like there's no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't do that. This Which is seems this is a free gift, us, but, but like yeah, but but at the same time like I don't know. I actually have an easier time identifying with the Pharisee Mm -hmm. because like I have perfectionist tendencies and I also strive to do things Mm -hmm. and do things well. And dare I say sometimes in a controlling ish way because, you know, OCD strikes us all at least in Mm -hmm. some level. Right. (laughs) But like, but that I sometimes probably have a harder time offering grace to others Mm -hmm. out of my thought about, but what have you done? Right, like, or you didn't do this well, or you failed at this, yeah. Right, Mm -hmm. some of that definitely comes out of like white privilege as well as just a place of privilege as a dude. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, it's also comes out of like, I think a lot of our educational and cultural system of just saying, um, you are what you make and you do, right? Yeah, and capitalism, right? Capitalism, (laughs) and the and the gospel flies in the face of that,
1: yeah,
0: which is. Awkward, and the irony is that the Pharisee, the one who should understand the gospel, is the one who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yeah he he doesn't he doesn't see that God's grace extends to both himself and the person next to him. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah.
0: Which makes me wonder, like, what what gets in our way mm-hmm. of seeing the person next to us? And extending them God's grace. Yeah. Right? I,
1: I think, so we talked with a friend at colleague Group, shout out to Alex, right? Yeah. About how, like, you know, seeing things in others that bothers you, things that you would call sins. Yeah. But really, you need to kind of think about, like, what is it within me?
0: Yeah. Right? N- yeah. Naming why that's, why your response is that way. Why, Calling it out why it's on yourself. bugging you. Yeah. 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 As, and turning it into an I statement was, yes, was part of that. Yes.
1: Yeah. One of our, our jokes during seminary. So we had this this friend in seminary. His name is Hezron. And he, he, um, we were in a God suffering and evil class. And Those are the he, best. Was, he was like, the moral of the story is you got to check yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yep.
1: Yep. And I think that's the moral of this story, too, right? In part, in part, it's like, hey, check yourself. When you start listing off all your accolades and all the ways you're wonderful compared to what others do...
0: And I feel like, especially in election season, mm-hmm. this is really apropos yes. because, like, oh, thank gosh, I'm not a insert party here, right? Yeah, and both sides do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a liberal, progressive, or conservative, mm-hmm. um, orthodox notion. It's more a notion of just being human and 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 looking looking for ways to be better than the other. Yeah. Um, and some of that might be because, you know, we want we want to be right. We want to be valid. We, mm-hmm. we don't like being wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no. No. Don't. Yeah. yeah. That's where it strikes the truth within me because, like, I even did that yesterday. I watched – I saw this – I was on Facebook. I don't know why. I was on Facebook. Somebody I know posted this video about a topic that's coming up in the elections, and I watched this video And I was like, oh my gosh, how can they be so silly to believe the things that are in this video? And like, why wouldn't they think about all the other things or ask these questions? Or like, why would you just like, you know, I would, it it came back to like, wow, I'm so much smarter than all these other people. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, yeah. And there are so many different ways and places we do that. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, we do it with what we watch we do it with the news Mm -hmm. we do it with politics Mm -hmm. we do it with um life decisions that we witness in friends or even family right Mm -hmm. like we we judge yeah and and you know not proud of that but like that's part of part of i yeah i mean we dive deep into the psyche of all that but like Mm -hmm. but i think that at, at its core this parable acknowledges that that is how we are. Mm-hmm. Like we fall into the trap. Yes. Um, and the question is, can we, when we're judging, when we, ca- when we see that, can we humble ourselves? Mm-hmm. Can, because, you can you check yourself? Uh-huh. Because the we don't hear that the tax collector is like, oh man, I screwed up, I did all the wrong things. We just hear he's there and he's like, have mercy on me. Which means that at least he knows something is wrong in how he's behaving or living with people. Yeah, he's willing to
1: be humbled. Yeah, He's
0: he's willing to name that, whereas Mm -hmm. the Pharisee is not willing to name that.
1: No, which makes sense in the context of the parables that are to follow. We get Jesus blessing the little children and the rich ruler parable.
0: Truth. And then, yeah.
1: I don't know if there's any more after.
0: That, uh, we get Zacchaeus uh, in 19. Oh, but, yeah, like, come down, right? Yeah.
1: There's this whole, like, leveling of people. And I think that's such a, I mean, that's obviously a theme in Luke, but in the rest of the Bible as well. Like, my Bible study, I was bringing it up every week. But yeah. it always connects. We, we just got done doing Balaam and the donkey. It's a story of God speaks through the donkey, right, the yep. ass.
0: Yeah, um, I love it.
1: But the m- point of the story is that Balaam thinks that he's this wise man, right? right. And the donkey's making a fool of him because it keeps bumping him into a wall, and then it sits down, and he's like, I'm going to kill you if you don't stop like doing yeah. this. You're making a fool of, of me. me. And that's yeah. the thing, right? We don't want to be made a fool of. We want to think we're superior, that we have the knowledge, that we're holy, that we're close to God, all these things, when really the... We're closest to God when we just come up to God and are like, I'm a sinner and I need mercy.
0: Ooh, yeah. And you telling the story of Balaam and the talking donkey Mm -hmm. um, makes me also think that, like, there's an interesting connection to that too, because of how we deny mystery, right? Mm -hmm. And we say, oh, that can't, this can't be, like, you annoy me. Because mm-hmm. that can't be right. Mm-hmm. Empirical evidence and all of this has shown me that this is the rest of this is how how life works. Yeah. Whereas God is speaking through a donkey. Yeah, and, and the
1: donkey sees the angel of the Lord when Balaam can't, can't. which is another yeah. level to it. Numbers twenty-two, verse yeah. twenty-two. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. So wisdom <laughs> of animals, right there. But yes.
0: um, but I think that's really powerful to think about of of in the, in the lens through the lens of judgment and humility mm-hmm. of the the pharisee is assuming things work a certain way
1: Mm -hmm. that all his actions are bringing him closer to god
0: and the tax collector doesn't make those assumptions Mm -hmm. right yeah and so it makes it like in some ways to me it's it asks it begs that question am i leaving space for mystery yeah am i leaving space for justice and god's grace to move in ways that i'm not expecting I don't know. I mean,
1: I think too, maybe it's like, am I working so hard to be close to God when really all I need to do is chill out a bit and let God just be <laughs> close to me?
0: That's a powerful question, you know, right.
1: Am I working so hard to do the right things at the right time in the right place? And like, it's me, 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 me. When really it's like, God is there. God is there and God will be near and God will grant mercy.
0: Yeah. And here's one of the pieces that I love about this parable, too, is that God will grant mercy. And all that it takes is acknowledging that God is God Mm -hmm. and that we're broken. Because the sinner doesn't, the sinner just asks for mercy. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say, I've changed my ways. I'm going to change my ways. I've figured out how to do this. He just says, have mercy on me. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, like, how often do we say mercy is only granted for those who fully repent and change? Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if in this parable offers also offers to us and says, no, grace is available.
1: To everyone. To
0: everyone. And man, that's irritating, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: I mean, it's wonderful, but it's also irritating Mm -hmm. because, like... We we want there to be pieces it, to this. It that means are deeper. that
1: God is way more powerful than we could ever expect.
0: It means God God isn't like us in a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. Like that we we so anthropomorphize God mm-hmm. that God is like us and we're like God because we're God's kids, mm-hmm. right? And in this way, God is not like us because right. God is God is saying no. Grace mm-hmm. grace Grace is available to all.
1: Yes, and I wonder if you connect that with the justified. The one commentary I read suggested don't like don't go too deep into the justified, but I think the justified, right? To me, it connects to the justice, right? Those words are connected.
0: Yeah, and I think that's worth tying tying and, together and speaking about yeah. because it's it's, saying, it's powerful.
1: This is God's justice, which is I, not what we think. No, because right? I think that was yeah. an open ended question I had you know, with the the parable of the widow and the judge, which connecting these two stories together does, does them both more service because, you know, you get the unjust judge and right. it says, what is God's justice, right?
0: And now you have an example that God's justice,
1: this is, what God's justice is not is.
0: based on how you think it should be acted out yeah. or meted out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. God is going to act as God.
1: Yeah, it's that the widow gets mercy and the judge gets mercy. The Pharisee gets mercy. The tax collector gets mercy. And
0: it's not because of what either of them Mm -hmm. or all four of them did or didn't do.
1: It's not whether you come early to work or late to work. You're all getting God's mercy. Right. right? You know, thinking back to the one parable of the workers in the field. Yeah. So. Yeah. mm Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, no, I like that connection between those stories. It does, they do play off each other this in a kind of good way. It, yeah, yeah, that fulfillment.
1: There's a reason Luke put this one after the other one.
0: <sighs> Luke, so savvy. <laughs>
1: You're a literary mastermind, <laughs> Luke.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Are, are there any other open ended questions in this?
0: It's a good question. Um,
1: and, you know, I wonder too if. Um, I think we, we think about, like, maybe the, the Pharisee doesn't get anything, right? Like, yeah oh, the, the tax collector got this mercy and the Pharisee got nothing. Right. But it, at the end it says, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. And sometimes we do need to be humbled. Right. And in some
0: ways, this is kind of the pushiness of like the widow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the punch throwing widow. Yeah. <laughs> but like that the pushiness is also a notion a reminder that like that God is going to work in way ways that we will understand. And sometimes that's pushy. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like mm-hmm. part of the illustration of what's going on with the ju- the judge, I think because it's physical, is because we understand that. Mm-hmm. We understand physical fear in ways that are meaningful and powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we have like a a pushy, I think like in some ways, just that subtext of pushiness, of exalting and um, humbling. And, um, and I really like that, that that's here with the Pharisee especially. Mm-hmm. Because I think like, to be honest, most of us need that pushiness. We need to be humbled. Like, yeah, I mean, I think most of us, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure there are times where I I need to be lifted, but I think more and more often in in my life and part of that is as a Western Christian in the world we live in. I, I have a lot of advantage Mm -hmm. Need Um, to be humbled. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that, too. That is true as well. I'm a person who often thinks that I'm right, and sometimes I need to recognize when perhaps <laughs> that's not always true. <laughs> Humility is a virtue. Yes, and, but it's good message. because it brings me into better relationships with those around me and God when I am humbled.
0: Yeah, and I think that sometimes it takes it takes that little push over mm-hmm. the edge to get us to say, "Oh, mm-hmm. I need to humble myself." Yeah, right? like we we need. Mm-hmm. We need to be called out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that in some ways that's part of the uncomfortable mm-hmm. piece of this parable is that like it's it's a reminder that like, oh, man, mm-hmm. I need to get called out. But yes. I also need to to name that I am in need of mercy and that it's mm-hmm. granted to me.
1: Yeah, and I, I think, you know, the danger of this parable is going into an all-or-nothing kind of thinking with it. Oh, totally. Like, that doesn't mean that the tax collector didn't come back another day and God was like, okay, yesterday you asked for forgiveness, today you got to change, you know? Right. Like, that doesn't mean that it stops here, you know, or the Pharisees always needing to be humbled and the tax collector's always needing to be exalted. Like, there they live a, their lives. Yeah, there is a danger in this story of trying to apply it to everyone and everything. I, I think, think there's a
0: danger of that in all parables. Yes. And I think that, like, being aware of that, that this is a parable mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Story um, to teach a lesson. Story, yeah, to teach us to raise questions, mm-hmm. cause some discomfort generally, but also, like, to push us forward in yeah. our faith and our relationship with God. And so, that
1: this is one little snapshot, too. It's one snapshot. Mm-hmm. and
0: And to say that this is also—it's a glimpse into who God is, but it is not the fullness, right? Mm-hmm. I mean— you know, we name that fullness in the yeah. body and the life of Jesus Christ. But like, but that it is, mm-hmm. it, there's more than just this parable.
1: Yeah. And it begs the question too about God's mercy, that it's, mercy isn't always going to be comfortable. You know, it's not Nor like is a mer- hug or a, a warm.
0: Nor is mercy always equitable. Yeah. Or equal. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that it might, that um what is just might not be. Equal, like equal, equal or the Might same, be, it
1: would probably be equitable. A, it'll be equitable, right? yeah, but it'll not equal. Sorry, to yeah. Same yeah. language,
0: um, yeah, but not equal, but, but not equal. Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. For we all need a different thing at a different time,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important, and that's why there are many too.
1: parables
0: probably one of many reasons for any parables. Jesus
1: wasn't like this is the one story it'll be good yeah you're you're gonna get out. this one yeah no, I mean if you see how many
0: times <laughs> Jesus has to explain the parables you're like okay he keeps trying he keeps <laughs> trying he keeps trying this is great yeah so yeah. so I guess for me like I I'm wondering if the the blessing and the place to leave this this parable is to is to ask that question of where do you identify and um what is challenging to you in this parable Is it a challenge because you see yourself as a Pharisee with some of that baggage and judgment and um, uh, thought of how structures are that things should be certain ways and that you struggle to see the grace in this? Mm -hmm. Or are you somebody that's like the tax collector who is um, needing to hit pause and say, oh, man, I need to hit pause and actually get in touch with God? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. I think both of those are really powerful and meaningful and, and in some ways this parable is like you got both. Self awareness
1: right? is important.
0: The parable. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's the meaning of this parable. Self awareness <laughs> is important. All right. Mic drop. Thanks, Molly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's interesting. I th- I think it's in some ways it's very true. It's self awareness in relationship to others and to God's grace. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 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 So Yeah,
1: mercy abounds.
0: It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in some ways, this is a great all are welcome passage, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, all are all are welcome, especially at the table and in this
1: this. place. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: You can sing that instead of the Sam Smith. Sam (laughs) Smith. No, that'll
0: get stuck in my head. Sweet. Yeah, anyway, um, (laughs) thank you for joining us this week with the Queen City Preachers podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew.
1: And I'm Pastor Molly.
0: And be well, friends.